Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group, and I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. In this week's episode, we will discuss education reform on mission. Hello, everyone. This is Danielle Washington coming to you live from Ms. Buffy Williams' office. <laughs> Just sitting around thinking about life and trying to become better people tonight, so check us out. Welcome back. You're on the air with Buffy Williams, and you have been listening to the New Heights Show on Education. We have been discussing the show's purpose on mission. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group educational resources to help reach your goals. Good evening, everyone. I'm your host, Buffy Williams, and you're listening to the New Heights Show on Education. And I'd like to welcome all my listeners back. Um, I want to remind you that Erica Henson, who is also a a host with the New Heights Educational Group, show airs Thursday at 2 o'clock p.m., Mountain Standard Time, 1 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard. Uh, If you remember, our show on last week was with Kevin Grant. He was the creator of the Nellis uh, anti-bullying campaign. Um, And the name of his production was Gifted Grant Productions, and that's Kevin Grant with Gifted Grant Productions. And we were talking about anti-bullying and his anti-bullying campaign. And I wanted to come back this week and talk with the listeners. And if you would, send me some comments either on Spreaker or you can email me or you can always call into the show. But I wanted to talk a little bit more about bullying because bullying is something that has uh, increased and I guess the awareness of bullying has been increased. I think we have always known that sometimes people bullied kids, but we just didn't know to what extent. And I think sometimes uh, we're not really aware of the underbelly of the school environment. We know that um, we have the surface level of what's going on, but a lot of times kids deal with um, issues and that they may not relate to the adults in their lives. And so we talked a little bit about bullying um, with our um, interviewee on last week, uh, Kevin Grant, and he was bullied for 
not really having the clothing that other kids had and bully him and his um, siblings for that. He was also bullied because he was smart and um, he wasn't in an environment that embraced that. But one of the things that I brought up was that I can remember when I was in school, I rode the school bus and we had two um, young ladies in particular who were bullies. And I think they were just bullies just for the sake of being bullies. I don't think that they had any kind of hidden agendas, but um, it did have an impact on some of the younger kids on the bus, including me at that time. I wasn't, um, I guess, very assertive at that point, and I probably am more assertive, uh, of course, now as an adult. But during that time, we did have bullies um, on the bus. I don't recall any bullies on the playground, but I do that you know, kids were bullied on playgrounds. And and so um, how did we deal with that? I think most of the time in my, um, in my era of growing up, I think most of the time what we did was we just kind of dealt with it among ourselves as kids. Maybe if we had an older sibling or an older cousin or friends that we knew that would stick up for us, we kind of just banded together and tried to diffuse the situation as best we could um, among ourselves. But I don't recall us ever going to a principal or going to my parents and saying, hey, I'm being bullied. Um, but also, you know, when we think about bullying, we think about young children and via age factor it could be students who are in your same grade but also I know that sometimes students have reported feeling bullied by adults and I think that that's something else that sometimes maybe we don't talk about we know that bullying is probably one of the top major issues in education at the K through 12 level um, of course they deal with a number of other um, major issues within the school um, setting, but bullying is definitely in the top ranking there. Um, so one of the other things that um, we talked about on last week's show was that Kevin Grant has um, chosen the peacock and his peacock names and Nellis stood for, um, if you remember all the acronyms, in the um, uh, kind of encompassed his slogan for um, what his mission statement was for his actual um, brand of the anti-bullying campaign. And Nella stood for never, ever let invaders show harm. And it's easy um, for us as outsiders to say um, that we won't allow anyone to harm our child and I think as parents, sometimes we get to be uh, a little bit more proactive than our parents were um, back in my day. But that's a great premise. If you if you think about it, it's more of an empowering statement. Never, uh, ever let invaders show harm. And it's more of a mantra for kids to kind of just uh, grow their self-esteem within themselves. Uh, also, with anti-bullying campaigns in schools, we talked a little bit about on um, previous shows, do we think that schools have all of these responsibilities to be able to um, 
implement all of these policies that uh, are required by the Department of Education um, and different mandates based on things that have happened. But we know that bullying can go to the extreme. We also talked about how uh, on last on the last segment that Mr. Grant um, actually at one point got so fed up that he retaliated against a bully. I never um, got to that point myself. Uh, I guess I just kind of just downplayed it a little bit and just kind of dealt with it in my own way. But um, it's becoming a hot topic because we are having um, children who are, even though we're doing these anti-bullying campaigns and we're saying that we're reaching out to kids and we have all of these programs in our in our elementary school, you know, for character education and in our middle schools and our high schools for anti-bullying, are we, are the students really taking it seriously that we're looking out for their best interest? And so what we want to do is we want to look at, you know, are we tapping into them in, in the right way? I love the fact that he has the mascot to kind of tap into that because we're, we're looking at, uh, we have mass school shootings. We have um, kids who are retali- retaliating not only against the ones that uh, have bullied them, but innocent kids as well. And so we don't ever want it to get to that level. But what are we doing? I said we talked about what are we doing fundamentally wrong that we have all of these kids who are hurting so bad that they're willing to um, lash out in a way that not only harms them and it's going to uh, end um, their freedom life. You know, if they're caught, uh, of course, they have to pay the penalty for that. And then they're harming the lives and affecting the lives of so many Americans. And unfortunately, here in the U.S., we've had a number of mass shootings. And so this is definitely a serious point of discussion for us. And um I think a sad state um, for America because uh, we should be at a point in civilization. Okay, we're in 2020, right? We've we've dealt with these issues. You know, I've dealt with these issues in my era. The era behind me have dealt with these issues, and I'm sure my children dealt with the same issues. And you would think, as a society, we would be getting better. Because we have, you know, all of these uh, new campaigns and new initiatives saying that we're targeting these things, right? We're looking out for these kids. We're implementing uh, additional resources into schools. We're putting counselors into schools. We're putting behaviorists into schools. We're having mental health counselors come into the schools. We have the nurses on site. We have administration, you know, stretched, um, I would think, pretty thin you know trying to make sure that they meet all the mandates and all the requirements and then again we're looking at educating children and then we also have to take into account I know that we're talking about bullying but we have government regulations and they're worrying about funding now we're talking about school safety and we have schools that are um definitely looking at um some schools implement um metal detectors and so you know and students are having to have see-through bags as they go through school so we're talking about anti-bullying but we're talking about also all these things that are going to 
surround those things that um, directly act the students in regards to um, school safety and um, anti-bullying and how are we going to get to the root of it. And I know that we can't solve all of life's problems, but we can try to work together to kind of come up with a fundamental um, baseline of where we want to operate from. But uh, I'm going to leave you with that to think about it. And we're going to take a moment and listen to a word from our sponsors. And when we come back, we'll be talking about anti-bullying and how bullying affects schools and uh, the K through 12 level. In a moment, we'll be back. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest-growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully-accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back. You're with your host, Buffy Williams, and you're listening to the New Heights Educational Group and the New Heights Show on Education. And our topic for today is anti-bullying. Before the break, we were talking about some of the issues that um, educators have in trying to make sure that our children are safe in the school systems. And uh, also, we talked about uh, on previous shows how sometimes parents are thinking that maybe the schools are not the safest environment for for their children and you know someone learning a skill and then um branching off from that and then we're moving away from you know a lot of we're doing flipped classrooms where Uh, students are going to be, well, it's one of the emerging trends, I should say, flip classrooms. It's kind of like you give the student the information to study at home, and then when they actually come to school, it's more of a question and answer and exploratory period um, of trying to fine-tune their understanding of of that they've already learned. But in relation to anti-bullying, we're talking about Okay, well, in education, um, what are the other factors that affect anti-bullying and how can that, when you start a bullying situation, how can it end up in such a traumatic way um, and students lashing out versus actually seeking out help? And how we have all these resources within the K through uh, 12 level, but we're still having so many children Uh, or students who are suppressing their feelings about being bullied. Um, And then also the lunchroom area has always been a touch point for um, bullying situation. And I know that um, students, we had cliques. Um, I guess you had, you know, the typical, if you're going to use stereotypes, 
um, your typical groups, right? You had your band group, your show choir group, your um, football athletic group, right? And then you had all the ones who were going to art class together or all the ones who were taking AP classes together. Um, but at what point um, does it um, result in a child being bullied or what spawns that is is it something that's going on at home that kind of just spews over okay well they're being bullied at home so then they come to school and in turn um bully other children or are they bullying uh other children just because uh they feel insecure inadequate in some type of way uh and i talked a little bit about also you know in school i think you know you know there there are different types of bullies you know people who uh are predators in a way uh of children sometimes bully children and then children um are also bullied by adults um sometimes in a way that i think is um more aggressive than it should be or more aggressive than i've seen coming up when I was in school, I never saw, there was always still a mutual respect. Um, for the most part, there were always going to be people who are going to be kind of out of line and not, um, doing what they're supposed to. But for the most part, there was a respect, um, uh, of the adult for the child. And there was a child, a respect to the adult. And so if the child is being bullied at school, or if the child is being bullied on the playground or on the school bus or uh, being bullied um, for just uh, being a new kid at school. And I know that sometimes um, students are bullied because of they don't necessarily what people think call fit in to a particular um, box. Some bully, some students uh, I've heard have been bullied before being mixed race. So, you know, you have a number of things and, and we're talking about when you talk about mixed race and people who are um, are not of the same class um, and maybe being bullied for that or not being bullied for, you know, having a particular type of shoes or a particular outfit or uh, if something is going on at school, they their parents maybe don't have the funds to spend the extra to have them in the latest um, gear as far as their outfit or their shoes are concerned, then um, sometimes students just out of just pure, just being um, insensitive to the fact that, you know, diversity does exist, but it has nothing to do with your character or your worth. Um, If uh, a particular kid does not have, um, a certain outfit or uh, doesn't wear their hair a certain type of way or and I think one of the when I when I think about um, clothing and, and then does, they don't do this and they don't do that is social media playing a part in the bullying phase or now everyone is watching shows on uh, cable television which is something also that's more prevalent you have these shows where these um, high school kids or even the preteens have these extravagant lifestyles and uh, they are 
trying to emulate that in their own lives and their parents are trying to keep up with the status quo, right? And so you have a preteen or a 16 year old having a 16, a sweet 16 party. And I'm not saying that if you have the funds and you want to do that for your child, that, that that's something that you shouldn't do. But what I'm saying, um, is that a source of, oh, well, look at what I can do, but you can't do this. Um, I'm having this sweet 16 party and everything is 14 carat, you know, seemingly 14 carat gold look. And I am purchasing this um, prom dress and it's $600 and I can't afford to get a prom dress. I have to go to, you know, borrow someone's prom dress, which I did. (laughs) my junior year I borrowed a prom dress and I was not ashamed (laughs) a friend of mine actually um had a prom dress I thought it was beautiful she wore it in something else I asked her hey you know I think we're about the same size can I borrow that dress and it was no big deal but I'm pretty sure that would not have gone over and I probably would have gotten bullied in this day and age if I had worn the same dress as someone else and so we have all of these petty things that really don't really matter um, seeping up into our children's lives in a big way and in a major way. So I know we're starting with character education and we're trying to correct that. I know we're working with parents and we're trying to educate them. And I know that the world is saying, okay, well, we all need to be mindful of the things that we do and mindful of the things that we say and try to be compassionate for others. But with all of this going on in the world, think about it we have all of these things going on in the world we have people who are in a more enlightened state right and we have all these people doing all of these initiatives we have these anti-bullying campaigns we have parents who are advocating for this we have parents who are advocating for um homeschooling or online schooling or self-directed schooling or private school charter schools and we have all of these things that we consider major things and major changes to be an instrumental part in the lives of our children who are experiencing bullying or bullying situations or not being able to fit into what society deems as cool but still we have high suicide rates because kids are being bullied we have high suicide rates because people feel like they're not being accepted. So I think that we as a society have a bigger thing to kind of tap into. I think we all need to love how we treat others, not only how the students are treating each other from day to day, but how are we as adults treating each other because the children are watching us. So are we perpetuating anti uh, we perpetuating a bullying situation by not being accepting of each other by not being accepting of another family who may not have the things that we have are we working um during the holidays and instead of you know doing the things that we normally do going through the motions of the holiday going through the motions of buying things that we don't necessarily need are we showing compassion to other people? Are we reaching out to someone in need? Because it really starts with us at home. 
And so when I say us, I mean all of us. All of us in society have a role to play in this anti-bullying situation because it stems from home and it also stems from me being in the drive-thru and being treated in a certain way or me being uh, in a work environment and maybe being uh, someone trying to intimidate someone um, by being overly aggressive and students watching that situation and how are they going to respond how do you respond to that person who's mistreating you how do you how do you respond to the person who is trying to cut you off so when I say we we all as a society have a responsibility and it's something to think about I'm not saying I have all the answers but I do want to listen you know hear from our listeners I do not have all the answers this is a show about uh, education. This is the New Heights Educational Group. And what we want to do is we just want to open up the conversation. And so we can see um, that we're saying that we're doing all these things for our kids. But our kids are the ones who are hurting. And they are the ones that are our future. And they are the ones that are going to be the future of education. So with that said, I want to say that we have... Um, I have enjoyed my time with you all tonight, and I hope that you join me next week. Uh, Next week, we'll be talking about school safety. And remember that my show airs on Tuesday nights at 6 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And Erica Henson's show airs on Thursdays at 2 o'clock p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm your host, Buffy Williams. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The New Heights Show on Education. This show was written and expressed by Buffy Williams. Auto and mixing was produced by Jamal Banks. Thank you for listening. Good night. Until we meet again on The New Heights Show on Education. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.
Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. 